It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. As we're rolling into the long weekend, there's a lot of people who are going to choose to go camping. Today on the Mix Morning Show, we had people share their camping horror stories. And there were some doozies. It's the Mix Morning Show. Amanda, what is your camping horror story? <laughs> My camping horror story, I share it every year. It happened in 2012. Okay. We went to Black Lake. And I was working night shift at the emergency, and I came home, and I went to bed, and I woke up to my phone blowing up with texts from my husband and my father saying we're in emergency. Um, I was in a dirt bike accident. I'm okay. Come, come to the hospital. And we wow. were leaving for our camping trip on the Thursday. So... Yeah, and at that time we were in tents and nothing was set up or packed and my poor husband was at home broken and he insisted that he come because it was our first big family camping trip. Well, how broken was he? Like bumps and bruises? No, he broke his clavicle in two places and he sprained his knee. So his, I believe it was, I may mix this up, but his clavicle on the left and his right knee. Okay, so he was broken. He was broken. Uh, yes. And he still wanted to go camping? Yes, because he tent. thought I would be disappointed if he didn't come. Uh, okay, so what happened? <laughs> I wanted to bring a friend instead, but I, I thought, okay, this man really wants to come. I'll make the best of it. And we went camping. <laughs> and I don't, I think it was three or four nights, and... He insisted we brought the boat. Oh. And I'm like, what? I don't know how to use a boat. Like, what are you going to do with a boat? <laughs> but we brought the boat. Great. Made room for all my extra stuff I chose to pack. And I just remember the days weren't so bad. The nights, he just couldn't get comfortable on the air mattress. I remember getting up in the middle of the night. Um, trying to, with a lawn chair, make rig something up that looked like a recliner so he could sleep sitting up. He was a trooper. He pulled through, and finally, it was the best day of my life. It was the day to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Amanda. And we start packing. And I, I have two little kids at the time, so it was just, it was so much work. We went with cousins of mine and and they tried to help the best they could and we pack everything up and I remember walking around the vehicle and the boat trailer looking at everything looking at tires I kind of had a sixth sense and we're driving this road was I've never seen a road like this in my life (gasps) it was the worst road ever and we're driving and I keep looking in my mirror just at the boat tires And I'm thinking to myself, well, we'd know if we had a flat, you know, so we keep driving it and I go, honey, how would you know if the tire was flat? Like on the boat trailer, he goes, oh, you'd feel it. (laughs) You just know. And I'm like, okay. And a few more minutes go by and I'm looking and I'm looking and I go, I think we have a flat tire. And he goes, no. So we pull over. Not only was the tire well, we assume it was flat because it was no longer even on the rim. 
it was flat somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man. The rim was chewed right up. There's no cell service. So, what do we do? (laughs) We parked the boat on the side of the road. We, now, I say we, he he helped out as best he could. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't big boat motors, so we were able to get, take off what we didn't want to risk getting stolen. Right. Drove till we found service, called CAA, we had coverage, so that. Thankfully, they could get the boat and bring it home. It just delayed the whole process, but we finally make it home. We live in a cul-de-sac. Our neighbor came running out, comes up to me so excited. How was it? How was your trip? And I bawled. I just had a nervous breakdown in my driveway. I was so happy to be home. I don't remember... The next thing I remember is we were camper shopping, and we've been living the camper life ever since. <laughs> so, oh. so that was the last tent camping yes. experience ever. Yeah. <laughs> what a oh. way to end it. Was it worth it to finally get a camper? When I look back, I'll say yes. It creates a great memory. Look at the story um, you get to tell. Right? <laughs> wow. wow. We tried so hard. And I appreciate it, but it was the worst camping experience of my life. Wow. And now we get to laugh at your story. Isn't that great? (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. That's awesome. No problem. It's the next morning show. Carrie, what is your camping horror story? Well, it happened back when I was about, I want to say 10 or 11 years old, so that's a while ago and we were camping at Bambi Gardens and I Bambi Gardens yeah Bambi Gardens and it's around Rathwall I don't know where that is either so, yeah <laughs> is I that in I, Manitoba Bambi so, Gardens yeah, yeah okay okay yeah. I'll look it up later yeah okay so what happened and we were camping in our little honey it's like the bowler trailer but with uh it was red and white instead of green and white and we were parked beside a tree and the tree got struck by lightning and the lightning came down the tree and it arced over to our camper. No. Yeah. It blew open all the cupboards and, and everything. There was, um, glass and stuff everywhere. And, and, uh, luckily my grandparents were there that we had a place to stay for the rest of the night. And then we just took off for home the next day, but we had a pet goat that was camping with us. Wait, wait. Sorry, you, you had a goat for a pet? <laughs> yes, we did. And you took it camping? Yeah. Yeah, he was tethered underneath the camper, and but he was perfectly fine. We went to check on him, and he looked at us like, what's going on? And, you know, it was, yeah. I'm not sure which I'm more surprised at. So you were awoken <laughs> by lightning. Yes. And then you went to check on your pet goat. Yes. I think one day we need to have a totally new topic of interesting pets that you've had. Well, you should say that because, yeah, we entered him in the Corn and Apple Festival in the pet contest, (laughs) and we won most unusual pet. I guess. Yeah, and longest ears. He beat out a a rabbit and an Irish setter, I think, for the longest ears. (laughs) Okay, that is a totally fun side story. But the goat was okay under the camper? He was. He was totally fine. 
And nobody, like, and everybody walked away 100% okay, other than just yes. like, your heart stopping. Do you remember hearing it hit? Um, you know, I can't really remember that part of it. I think I more so remember my dad and stepmom getting up and, and getting us out of the trailer. So I don't necessarily remember what woke us up. I think it was... <sighs> was them that woke us up well they say the closer you are to the lightning like people that got that get struck by lightning actually hit them themselves as a person a mm-hmm. lot of them say they didn't hear it because the the sound that you hear is the is like the like breaking the uh the reverberations past it right okay mm-hmm. but anyway yeah so it blew I don't open, imagine you would it blew open all the doors uh, like the it cupboards. blew open all the doors on the cupboards, and and like my stepsister had glass in her sleeping bag, and wow. like it was just, yeah. Was That's that the end of that trailer? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is a great story, goat and all. We are <laughs> yeah. uh, we're amazed by your camping horror story. We're glad that everyone's okay, even the goat. You lived to tell yes. the story, and his name was Colonel, named after Colonel Schultz from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> this keeps getting better and better and better. That is awesome. Thank you for yeah. sharing. You're very welcome. <laughs> it's the next morning show. So, Chelsea, we're talking about camping horror stories. I know a lot of people are going camping this weekend. What's your camping horror story? Wow, wow, wow. So many to choose from. Um, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so, this last, uh, this last June, uh, my son, he turned seven, and we decided we were going to go rent a yurt out at Spruce Woods. So the whole family joined in, and so our family's not that big, but we, everybody joined in. And so um, we went over to Spruce Woods. My mother-in-law, she's been making him this fire truck cake for the last four years. And fire an truck excel- cake? Yeah. He's What's obsessed. that? He is obsessed with fire trucks. Oh, a cake shaped like a fire truck. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Go on. Yeah. I mean, it helps that Papa Friesen works across from the fire hall in Steinbach. So every time he goes for ice cream, he gets to see the fire trucks. Love it. Yeah. And so Grandma made this beautiful cake. And, of course, we're out in the woods, so it's not like we have, like, Tupperware to put leftovers in or anything. So we just, like, there was, like, a little bit of cake left. We knew nobody was going to eat it, so we just threw it in the garbage. Oh. And we packed up and we went over to um, my mom and dad's campsite and had a little visit over there. And then um, we, everybody else takes off, goes to the bathroom, gets ready for bed. And then I walk back to our campsite with our dog and I go and there is two ginormous raccoons, one on our little deck and eating birthday cake out of the garbage and one <laughs> sitting in the tree watching the other one like like almost like a spotter like he's a lookout like, <laughs> yeah and Aww. they just like looked at me and like oh hi it was like if they could talk they would have like oh are you here for a visit you know <laughs> you want some cake they just sat there <laughs> they didn't run away they didn't run away they looked at me at first and i was like oh my word like and it's scary because you don't expect something to be in the dark you know, yeah. you can be scared of the dark, but you can be scared of the things in the dark. <laughs> so it's, I just went about and all of a sudden there's like raccoons on my deck. And so I jumped and the dog had not a hot clue what was going on. <laughs> and um, yeah, so these 
these raccoons, they ate cake. We had little tiny red paw prints all over our deck. Oh, cute. And my husband comes back from the bathroom. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, he's like, did you make that mess? I was like, did you make the mess? Did I make the mess? <laughs> <laughs> like, are, you, are you kidding me? That I don't have my feet are a lot bigger. <laughs> and like, honestly, that's, those are raccoons. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, they were here. They were sitting here. And he's not even and believing you. He's questioning if there, you, if there were raccoons? Yeah, he was questioning. He's like, oh. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. There was. There I really like was. the story. <laughs> and then in the morning, I had gone, we had woken up at 530 because that's when the sun was up. So we're waking up and we're heading out and, or I go to the bathroom. And as soon as I open up my door, oh. they are back. <gasps> they they are back and one yeah. more, you're the one you're the people more, with cake yeah they're like hey good morning and I was just like oh my gosh they're back and Paul's like what I'm like the raccoons and the one raccoon took off into the bush and the other one actually ran and had a drink out of my dog's dog dish that was sitting there Bold. and then took off and I was like what the heck and then Paul woke up he's like Oh, raccoons, hey? I was like, it was there. <laughs> so he didn't see them the second time either. No, I was the only one that saw them. But yeah. apparently in previous years, these raccoons were known to visit sites 1, 2, 3, 4. And this year they were visiting site 32, 10, and 11. Well, my whole entire family that was there, we all had different sites. And we all got raccoon visits. Oh, wow. These raccoons are here. We don't know if they're going to pull up a seat and open up the Canucks out and have a popsy and a rabble. We don't know. <laughs> Everything well, is gone. Wow, but that is a wild story. They are the best COVID-19 animals to have because they wash their hands frequently <laughs> and they wear a mask. Oh, oh, did oh. <laughs> There we go. Oh, that There's was, your daily COVID joke. Almost a dad joke right there, Chelsea. <laughs> I know, awesome, Chelsea. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing the story with us. Oh, my goodness. You're that was good. You're very welcome. It's the next morning show. Rachel, what is your camping horror story? My camping horror story. So uh, years ago, Walter and I, we, uh, we went camping in St. Malo, and we had our youngest along. She was six at the time. And we were getting ready for bed. She was long asleep already. This is probably around midnight, I guess. And I felt something by my ear, so I swatted it away. And then I felt it go in. And so I just kind of pushed on my ear, I guess, to, to try and kill whatever it was. Oh. And I felt it go down into my ear canal. I guess oh. instead of killing it, I, I pushed it down. Oh, and yuck, so, yuck. So I'm flying out. And uh, so my husband tried to, he took a straw to try and suck this thing out. What? Sorry, like, can you say that again? <laughs> well, you heard me right. He took a straw and he was trying to suck it out. I'm just picturing, thought, hey. I'm just picturing him with a straw in your ear just. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's freaking out more than I am, right? And what we didn't realize is that I'm standing beside a light, so this was a little baby moth that had gone into my ear canal. So right on, I could feel it, you know, flopping around in there, just below my earlobe, I guess, like that deep down. (gasps) But I was at the light, so it would, it would, the light, so it was freaking out inside me, freaking out. 
And so, yeah, Walter tried to suck it out with a straw, and, and that didn't work. So uh, this was in St. Malo, and my mom and dad live in St. Malo. So uh, Walter called my dad and asked if he could come pick me up to the ER. So I walked down to the park gates, and, and he met me there. And so he drove me to St. Peter's ER. But on the way, um, every oncoming car with lights that would come would just send me into, I was just spazzing out beside my dad. I remember looking over at one point, he was going like almost 125 kilometers because I think he just wanted to get me out of the car because <laughs> I was freaking him out, right? So the lights of so, the oncoming traffic would... would agitate this thing. It would agitate it and then it would start so, yeah, fluttering would in your ear? Yes. It's trying like, to get to the light. Yes. <gasps> and so we finally, we finally get to the hospital and it was the male nurse and he is laughing hysterically because he's never seen anything like that, right? And I'm just beside myself because now we got less of life. So this little moth is, yeah, wanting to come out. So he injected me with two massive syringes of warm water, and it finally uh-huh. came out, and it was still alive. It was fluttering in the water. Oh, yuck. So it, yeah. <laughs> it, took, it took about half an hour before I could stand up straight on my own because I guess it's, you know, the water, the balance of your ears, right? So, yeah. Well, I, and I the mean, trauma of it all, too. Oh. Did, you yes. have, did you have nightmares? No, but I didn't, I couldn't fall back asleep that night because I just kept feeling like maybe it was there and there was still water leaking out of my ear. <gasps> and, yeah. Oh, gross. Have you ever had anything like that happen since? Yes, on a side note, about what? yeah, about two months later at home, um, same thing happened again, but we had friends that happened to have a syringe, so I was able to get it out myself. So, yeah, I, I get bugged that I must have a hollow head or something. <laughs> well, I've been on this planet for 50 years, and I've never had that happen. You had it happen twice in within twice. two months? Within months, yeah. Do you carry a syringe around with I, you I should, but I, I have to say now that whenever I feel something by my hair, I just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my word. Okay. Yes. That, that's, that, that, yeah. Yuck. I didn't even have words. Yuck. Okay. That is cringeworthy. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Rachel, thank you for sharing uh, this story. That is You're just, welcome. Wow. It's the next morning show.